Welcome to Kitchen Table Conversations, a series of short and shareable conversation starters for those of us who have or love and support people with a complicated and beautiful brain. Here's your host, Angela Geddes. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Kitchen Table Conversations. I am your host, Angela, and once again, so happy that you've decided to share some time with us today. In today's edition, we're going to focus on some of the little things or some of the simpler things that we can do that contribute to our overall wellness. We are living in a very busy world with some unsettling times. I think every time you turn on the news, you can hear a little bit more about our economy and the housing market and, you know, how inflation is really affecting so many people. And there are significant issues out there to be concerned with, for sure. And I am a firm believer that we all need to do our part to address some of these issues with intention and with purpose. Focusing on the things that we can do and make a difference provides us all with a sense of accomplishment and a sense of hope and um, opportunities to to be a part of solutions. So definitely we we have to face some of these issues head on at times. However, if we spend too much time focusing on all of the things that are wrong in the world or wrong in our own our own corner of it there's not much time to enjoy or to find peace or to find contentment within our existence so today we're just going to focus on the fact that in some cases happiness can be a choice the goal often is to kind of prevent or avoid problems for many of us but really the goal for me is not to prevent problems because there's always going to be a problem. There's always going to be an issue. And as soon as you solve one problem, oftentimes you create different ones. But there are stresses that come with every little change, even happy changes like getting married and all of a sudden sharing everything with your partner. Most people think a marriage would be a really happy thing, and it is for most people. However, it means that there's additional stresses or additional challenges that are new to you or to your experience. So again, the goal here is not to prevent or avoid problems, but it's to instead learn how to manage them with some level of grace and recognizing that there's some things that are within our control and some things that aren't. So I once had a a friend say say to me that I don't need anger management. I just need people to stop ticking me off. And I suppose that there's some logic behind that statement, but the fact remains everyone gets annoyed some more than others, but there is a difference between the feeling of agitation or annoyance or even anger and our response to it. So the feeling oftentimes comes up sort of automatically and it's based on our previous experiences or what we're going through in the moment. But with some intention, we can often, you know, pause a little bit and decide how we want to respond. And sometimes it's as simple as, Is my response going to make this problem bigger or smaller? And I often say right or wrong has very little to do with anything because when I'm in the middle of a dialogue or possibly a conflict or a difference of opinion or a heated debate, I'm obviously coming at it assuming that my approach is right. Um, I've got an argument or a debate or some rationale behind what I'm saying, as does the person that I'm engaged with. So right or wrong really has nothing to do with it, but how is it that we're going to continue with this experience, making whatever it is in front of us either a little bit bigger, a little bit more intense, 
or a little bit smaller. So trying to control or avoid doesn't make it go away. In fact, overthinking or answering back or having a a retort ready and sort of suppressing some of these thoughts can sometimes strengthen this anger and this negative experience rather than move towards some sense of resolution or contentment. The truth is, life can be kind of short. And sometimes we put so much energy into something and if we just stop and think for a moment, you know, is this going to matter in 24 hours? Is this going to really be impacting me in a week from now? Lots of times just taking a moment to realize that everything is temporary. The intensity of our feelings in this moment will dissipate over time and things will not be quite so critical as the hours or the days pass. For some of us, it takes a bit of a jolt or a bit of a reminder to sort of live a little bit more presently. Oftentimes when we attend funerals, for example, we have conversations around the importance of living in the moment, but I'm not sure that we're able to always kind of operationalize that in our day-to-day living. So for me, just over the weekend, I had a really close call, probably the closest call that I've ever had uh, to be in a really, really bad accident. Um, Just driving home on a beautiful day, took the back road so that I could really appreciate some new territory and looking at the beautiful fall colors and the farming uh, fields that were just so vast. And uh, I just was returning home from bringing my mom some favorite treats as she recovers from a pretty serious operation. So I'm driving behind St. Thomas, Ontario, and a car literally just pulled out from a stop sign in front of me. I'm not really sure what happened, but as I'm driving along, you know, my 80 kilometers an hour, and then there's cars coming in the opposite direction. I'm not sure where to go. And I just missed like, honestly, by about an inch. So I got off the side of the road, took a few deep breaths and started to think about, first of all, how would my mother feel when she told me not to bother coming because she wasn't feeling very well, but I really wanted to bring her some treats. So how would my mother feel if she got this call that all of a sudden I was in this terrible accident? This would have left her feeling devastated. Um, And then what about all the other things that I need to do and all the other people I need to see? So all of these things start to go through your head and it's a good little reminder, but it was pretty scary. And I thought about you know, I looked the guy who'd almost T-boned me right in the eye and I just carried on and he carried on. And I thought, you know, if that would have been me, I probably would have stopped to say, hey, how are you? I'm sorry. What's going on? But he carried on in his own little way. And rather than judge him harshly or rather than really spend any time or energy on that, I'm recognizing that probably scared him too. Uh, We all have moments where we're not at the top of our game, and it really isn't going to make my situation any better if I focus on anger and how devastating that could have been. So once again, there was a problem, and I had a choice as to whether or not to ruminate and to overthink and to make this problem bigger, or to settle my nervous system and to try to do my best to make this circumstance a little bit easier to manage. Again, it's not about solving the problem. It's not about fixing anybody. It's not about teaching that guy to be a better driver. It's about how do I move forward in the healthiest way. And when you think about it, our depressive thoughts or our depressive moods or times of melancholy often involves us spending time in the past thinking about things that maybe went wrong or conversations that we had that we were left us feeling sad or uneasy about. And times of high stress and anxiety often involve 
us living in the future, worrying about what might happen or what might be taking place or worrying about our kids or ourselves or our job or the housing market or political issues, things in the future. And although, again, we have to plan for some of those things, right here, right now is a place that we don't spend enough time in. And oftentimes, if we do remind ourselves that right here, right in this moment, there are beautiful things to look at, there are beautiful things to experience, there are relationships to nurture, and opportunities for us to find some level of peace and contentment right here. Um, When we do that, we contribute to our overall wellness, and we are more likely to find peace and some contentment. So it's interesting because Jamie has written a song quite a few years ago now, and the title of it actually is Right Here, Right Now. And it's a really peaceful reminder of the fact that we're often spending time in the past or in the future, and really what we need to do is, is spend some time right here, right now. It even mentions the old Texaco sign, which brings me back to simpler and very peaceful time spent at my grandma's house just outside of Perry Sound. So in the spirit of keeping things light and trying to make existing problems a little bit better rather than worse, I've got some tips for just a generally happier you. So the first thing on the list is to take some time to daydream. It's really interesting because our bodies don't know sometimes if we're actually on the beach enjoying the sunshine and smelling the ocean breeze or whether we're dreaming about it or daydreaming about it. So the natural stress reducing effects on our bodies can be very, very similar. So I encourage everyone to take some moments in the day to to daydream about things that are important to you. And also take some time to remember positive emotional moments or memories that we've had from the past. Those things can be really, really helpful and bring us a a sense of comfort as well. And sometimes I think it's just really important to interrupt, to notice first when we're starting to think more negatively and going down a path of worry and concern and interrupt those negative thoughts. And sometimes it's just as simple as saying, you know what, not now. I'm going to focus on this and take some control because we really can only focus on one good thing at a time. Exercise and keep fit. And, and again, just to, re, to reinforce, you know, we, multitasking is not something that we should be doing on a regular basis. I know many of us do and many of us think that we have to, but we're not as efficient as we think we are. And if we really just take the time to focus on one thing at a time, it could, uh, it could just be really helpful in terms of slowing our day down a little bit and really getting that sense of accomplishment and, and calm. And there's nothing better than a good belly laugh. So, you know, take some time to try to find some humorous moments and share that with people that are important to you. And I also think that it's really important to set personal goals. And sometimes we can keep them in a journal if we feel that we can, you know, that's a safe place for us. Keep record of some of our thoughts and our our concerns and uh, revisit those. But what I like about a journal is that we can actually take the time, jot some notes down, and literally close the book. And I even put mine in a drawer so that it's out of sight and out of mind, but it's something that I know that I can come back to and I can actually focus on it. But I can't let it. I can't let my worries or my concerns or my to-do list to interrupt every aspect of my day. And then I also think that we sometimes do need to be better at treating ourselves as though we're a friend 
right? I think that if we really check in with the way that we speak to to ourselves, it's not always as kind as we would speak to our best friend. So that's just something to really keep in mind. And then I also think that it's good for our soul to do things for other people and to maybe volunteer our time if we have any. Volunteering is not just a selfless act. Volunteering provides us with that sense of purpose and sense of accomplishment and that feel-good moments knowing that we've made somebody else's life a little bit better. So thanks very much for tuning in for Kitchen Table Conversations. I hope that you found this inspiring. I'm going to post Jamie's video on my website that helps to remind us to live right here and right now. And there'll also be some tips on the website for a happier you. Take good care, everyone. With many thanks, Angela. Angela.